Welcome to The Frontline, a podcast for Christian men who are fighting for their marriages, fighting for their children, and pursuing the plans and purposes of God in the everyday, mundane, in and outs of life. Day by day, the battle's raging, lies of the evil one messing with our minds, opposition on every side. But this day we fight, this day we believe, this day we overcome. Despite the war around us, we line up, our shoulders broad, our confidence in God. Today, we stand on the front line. This is the front line. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Psalm 119 verse 114. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgment endures forever. Psalm 119, verse 160. Welcome, gentlemen, back to another episode of the Frontline Podcast for Christian Men. I hope you're standing firm. I hope you are fighting the good fight. I hope you're being a faithful Christian enduring hardships as good soldiers of Jesus. I hope you're being a committed, faithful, loving, patient husband to your wife, a loving father to your kids, being very patient with your kids, (laughs) as they can certainly test your patience. I hope you're doing well, gentlemen. I'm glad that you're with me again today for another episode And I hope that you're encouraged again today. I just want to ask if you are encouraged by this podcast that you would leave me a review and a rating and you would subscribe to whatever platform you listen to this podcast on and share this with your friends, share this with your buddies. If you feel it could be a real blessing and a real help for another man in your life, then I just I would appreciate you sharing this. Get the word out and I just trust that God would be glorified and that men would be edified and built up in their Christian faith through this podcast. We read there a couple verses from Psalm 119. I'm just going to read them again. Psalm 119 verse 114. The psalmist says, You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. And then Psalm 119 verses 160 says, The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. I love that. It simply says the entirety of your word is truth. The entirety of your word, God, is truth. And it says, You are my hiding place, my shield, I hope in your word. I just love that, how it says, I hope in your word. We must maintain our hope in God, and our hope really is found in the scriptures. Amen? You're not going to find hope on social media. You're not going to find hope on CNN or on your news, your local news television broadcasts. You're not going to find hope in these things. You're only going to find hope in the truth of God's word, and the entire word of God is truth. Amen? Because We all know there's a lot of wrong information in this world. It's inaccurate. It's misleading. 
It's, it's untruthful. It's wrong. Wrong information. It's coming against us every single day. There's all sorts of people's opinions, their agendas, their positions of what they believe, what they feel, what they think. We're up against wrong information all the time. And we need truth. At least for me, I need truth. I want to know what is true. I don't want to live a lie. I don't want to pursue a lifetime of years, however many years God gives me. I don't want to pursue false information or lies. I want to pursue truth. And I want to inform my children of truth. And I am absolutely certain with everything that this life offers that God's word is true. And that we can be sure and confident and we can stand in absolute certainty that God's word, his promises are true. If you look back in your life, if I look back in my life, we will see that God's word has been true. That his promises have been true and faithful for you and for me. We will not see God's failing ever. Not once. We will see lots of times that we have failed. But we will never see any time where God has failed. Amen? That's the truth because his promises are true and we need the truth. We want accurate, absolute, confident, true information so that we can plant our lives upon that truth. I remember back in January, January 12th, there was this nuclear generating station in the city of Pickering in Ontario here in Canada. And on January 12th, this emergency alert went across the entire nation, or at least the province, um, stating that there was um, a, a, some sort of radioactivity leak at this nuclear generating station, and that people had to evacuate and take precaution. And then a couple hours later, they sent out another warning saying that this was an accident. This was a mistake. It was uh, uh, an, an officer at their plant who was working and who accidentally sent out this wrong message to the province of Ontario. And they said it was human error. And how true is that of life in general? How many messages of human error are being thrown at us every single day? And how many of us are just feeding on human error? We can so easily hear all these opinions and, and claims of man, claims of people. Oh, that guy's smart. That guy has a PhD and, and a degree in this and that. And, and she's brilliant and, and, and all these accolades and we can listen to what they have to say and we can just feed it up and just believe it without even considering that maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's human error. Maybe they are not right. Where do we find absolute truth? It is only in the word of God. And that, that was a huge mistake by that worker at that plant to send out a false message saying there's a radioactivity leak. Like that's not a light message. And, and you, can't just, you can't just let that slide. And the, our province was extremely apologetic and people were scared. People thought something was horrible. I mean, what if you lived in, in, in a matter of meters from that plant and saw that? You would be in panic mode. And so it's crucial that we know 
correct information. And where do we go to find this? Again, I can't stress it enough. It is in the God-breathed scriptures, the word of God. The entirety, O Lord, of your word is truth, the psalmist said. We read in John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, Jesus is speaking to Jews at the time who believed him. And Jesus said these words, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. It is only the truth of God that makes us free, and it is only the truth of God that keeps us free. It keeps us free. It's right information. It's pure information. It's information that we can go to the bank with. We can stake our lives upon the Word of God. It is true, right, accurate information that we can rely upon. Just this week, my wife was at work, I was at work, and my son, who's in high school, he was at high school, and my son, Austin, he... Um, really is a, a real homebody kind of personality. He likes to know, even as a young, you know, he's almost 16 years old, even at this age where he's at now, he likes to know where mom and dad are, and he also likes us to know where he is. And that's just his personality, and, and I'm glad for that, to be honest. And so just earlier this week, um, I was at work, and I get a phone call from my wife, and I can tell that something's not right. And she says, Matt, I have an issue here. And she tells me that our son, about 25 minutes earlier from this phone call, she said, Austin texts me and he said, hey, hi, mom, I'm home. I'll see you soon. And so she finished up at work in about 25 minutes, half an hour after receiving that text message, she came home and was expecting Austin to be here and couldn't find him anywhere and she started you know calling his name out in the home Austin where are you Austin are you here and didn't see or hear my son at all and right away she knew something was off because that wasn't like my son he he just told her that he was home and now he's not home you know his shoes were gone and my wife starts to get a little bit panicky a little bit fearful and so she drives around our neighborhood looking for him and can't find him, comes back home and looks again, and he's nowhere to be found. But yet, he just gave her a text message saying, Hi, Mom, I'm home now. See you soon. And so she calls me and she tells me this, and she's like, Matt, something's wrong. This isn't like him. And I said, just calm down, you know, look again, you know, call his name again and make sure. And sure enough, I was on the phone with her for a few minutes while she's looking. And yeah, he's not here. He's not here. And so I left work and I drove home and even myself was wondering, where is he? This is not like him. He, This isn't like our son. And so I'm praying while I'm driving home and I'm racing down these country roads you know, thank the Lord I didn't get caught by a, an officer. I would have for sure got ticketed. But I'm just in in, a, in the zone saying, Lord, please, whatever my son is, whatever happened here, keep him safe. And 20 minutes later, I get home and I pull up and there's my son on the front yard with my wife. And my wife has tears running down her face and she's letting him know how this scared her so much and letting him know that you should look what you've done to me do you understand the what you've done to me you've given me gray hair you've caused me to freak out and to call dad and there's daddy's home and and my son was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry 
And and what had happened was, is he was at school. He stayed late after school, but just before he left school is when he sent that message to my wife that said, hi, mom, I'm home now. What he said he meant to say was, hi, mom, I'll be home soon. And so a complete misinformation text message was sent. He didn't intend to do it. It was an accident. And we were all relieved that he was fine and everything was fine. And we took a few minutes and we just kind of breathed together. My wife, you know, cleaned up her face full of tears and makeup. And we all just took a breath saying, okay, thank you, Lord, that our son's safe. And Austin, Austin, make sure you're sending the right information. (laughs) This wrong text message caused a lot of grief. I left work. I missed an hour of work. I was willing to do that, of course, to make sure he was fine. I, But I was stressful. I raced home. I could have got a speeding ticket. Your mom was crying. Your little sister was crying. Grandma and grandpa were informed. Everybody was calling you. He said that when he, um, what had happened was he stayed late talking with his teacher after class. And he, while we were texting him and calling him, his phone was in his pocket on silent. And he said that once he was done, about 25 minutes after talking, he looked at his phone and saw all these notifications and phone calls. So now he thinks something's wrong with somebody else. So he runs home. And so when he gets home, he thinks somebody's something's wrong with somebody else. And yet the whole issue is him. He sent us the wrong information. And so there is a firsthand experience example in my own life about how correct information is so important. It's so important. Because truth always makes sense, right? He, he didn't mean to mislead us. He wasn't trying to play tricks on us or try to scare us. It was just an accident. He just, was, he just mixed up his words and sent the wrong text message. But it's a perfect example of how in this world, as, as men who are trying to pursue God and to you know, lead our families and and our marriages and our kids in the ways of God, we need to know the truth so that we can be led in truth, in in right information. Amen? It's so crucial because the world's full of lies. The Bible says that Satan, who is obviously our greatest opposition, he's our adversary, he's our enemy, the Bible calls him the father of all lies. Everything he says is a lie. And Satan and his evil and his deception is working through people all across this world and he's speaking lies to them and they are then speaking lies to the world and that's what we are up against we are up against wrong information all over the place i remember years ago when i was 18 years old i got my first job in the trade that I've been doing for 20 years now. I have been doing custom wood finishing for uh, 20 years and it's been a great trade to be a part of. Uh, It's paid the bills for my my family for 20 years now and so I'm grateful for trade work. If you're looking for work, I would recommend trade work. Everywhere you go, you can move to a different city, boom, they they need trades everywhere and it's an excellent way to pursue a career. And so anyways, I started my career in custom wood finishing. I'm 18 years old and I'm really enjoying it. I'm at this company. This uh, middle-aged man was taking me under his wing to teach me the the trade. And 
a couple months went by or even a couple weeks maybe and but I'm really starting to fit in really starting to enjoy it I'm new at this job and there was this one gentleman there and I had no beef with the guy but from what I understood he had some beef with me and what had happened was for some reason he didn't like me I'm not sure why maybe I sat in his chair at break time and he didn't tell me and that made him mad I really don't know but what had happened was out of nowhere I'm at work one day and the owner comes down from the main office and he comes and, and asks to talk to me and and the owner of the company tells me Matt this guy uh, that you work with he's given me some information about you he, he's claiming that you uh, said and did something to him and he told me what it was and it was completely false a complete false inappropriate weird crazy accusation that was completely not true and he told me that this happened Matt and he's he was he's been at the company much longer than me and he gave the owner an ultimatum he said either you fire this new guy or I'm out of here and so the owner wanted to come speak to me and I was shaken up I was really upset I'm a young man I'm starting to enjoy this job I wanted to stay there and and learn more of the trade and I couldn't believe what the owner just told me because it was completely false wrong information and I just simply told him that I said what you've just said is not true so do what you need to do but it's just not true and he went and had some meetings with you know the other um, uh, staff and and came back and told me you know what we, we believe that you're telling us the truth and that guy that guy quit. That guy left the company, but he was trying to get me fired, all based on wrong information. You see, if we just remain in truth as men in this world, truth always wins. Lies will always be exposed. False information will always be exposed. It'll always fall short. Truth always wins. And so I just want to encourage you, men, stand in truth. There's no greater place to be than just standing in truth. You can be humble and you can be truthful. And that is the greatest place, in my opinion, to live as a humble and truthful man. Thanks for joining me on The Frontline. Contact me at standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Standingonthefrontline at gmail.com. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, keep standing, keep fighting for the glory of God.